little becomes much in the hand of God. And now for Easy to Receive from Our Heavenly Father. Well, thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy and privilege to have you to tune in and join us. We love you so much and happy to have you. I would like to share a little humor. I just came across two bumper stickers and they were kind of humorous. I thought I would share them. The first bumper sticker says, when... The going gets tough, it's time to take a nap. (laughs) That's an interesting perspective, isn't it? (laughs) And the second bumper sticker says, If at first you don't succeed, do it the way your wife told you to. (laughs) Women, you should applaud that one. Praise God. Well, it's good to laugh and to have fun and to enjoy the Lord. I want to just share a scripture over in Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 8. And just the first three verses there, Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. In fact, the entire chapter is uh, Matthew chapter 8. It's an interesting chapter. It's really in living color. Jesus does one miracle after another. And so Matthew chapter 8 is a very active chapter and it's an exciting chapter. We learn a lot from the entire chapter. And as I was reading it one day, I was just reading it one day, and I just felt down in my heart the Lord saying to me how easy it is to receive from our Heavenly Father. How easy, because I saw people in Matthew chapter 8, and I saw how easy they received from our Heavenly Father. And I just want to use that as a subject. Easy to receive from our Heavenly Father. I want you to know it's easy to receive from our Heavenly Father. So easy to receive Him. Listen, listen to some scriptures. You can see how easy it is to receive. Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He'll do it. Isn't that easy? That's so easy. The Bible also says over in 1 John Chapter 5, it says that if you ask anything according to my will, he hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, we know we have the petition for which we asked. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, we know we have the petition for which he asked. Jesus also said, he says, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He said, fear not, little flock. I like that. Fear not. This is a great shepherd talking. He says, fear not, little flock. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And then the Bible also says, if he withheld, if he didn't withhold his only son, if he withheld not his only beloved son, but delivered him up for us all, 
Shall he not with him freely give us all things? He didn't withhold Jesus from you. He gave up the very best he had. He gave Jesus for you. Now, if he gave Jesus for you, is there anything he would withhold from you? He gave his very best. I love that. I love that. And then finally, Jesus gives the illustration in the parable of the prodigal. Jesus says, all that I have is thine. What the father is talking to the other son. He says, all the son was mad because he said, you never gave me anything. And the father stretched out his arm. He says, all that I have is yours. Oh, man, that's the Father's heart toward us. It is so easy to receive from the Father. So easy to receive from the Father. Praise God. But notice this in Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Make a note of that. Great multitudes followed him. He was coming down from the mountain. Great multitudes followed him. But then in verse 2, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. I love this because when Jesus came down from the mountain, the Bible says that great multitudes followed him. But then it says, and behold, there came a leper. So it went from a lot of people to just one. It went from a lot of people to just one. That lets us know that our relationship with him is individual. It's a personal relationship. It went from the multitude to just one. Jesus wants us to have a one-on-one encounter with him. Not with your pastor not with anyone else. Jesus wants you to have a relationship, a personal encounter with him. Do you ever notice the woman with the issue of blood when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment and she kind of disappeared and Jesus turned around? Notice what he said, who touched me? And the disciple says, Lord, there's a crowd around us. There's the crowd again, same crowd. Notice the crowd again. But Jesus said, no, who touched me? Jesus wanted the woman who touched him, even though she had already received her healing, he wanted her to come back and have a personal encounter with him. That's the Father's heart. That's the Father's heart. He always wants us to have a personal encounter with him. He wants you to know him for yourself, not through your pastor, not through your parents, not through your grandparents. Every tub has to sit on its own bottom. You know, when we get to heaven... You're going to have to stand before the throne of Christ by yourself. You won't be able to call your friends and say, wait, wait, Jesus, before you judge me, let me bring over all the other people I was running with. No, you can't do that. It's going to be you and you alone. (laughs) It's going to be you and you alone. No. And so it's a personal encounter. He brings us into a personal encounter with him. I love that. Even though the multitude came down the mountain, it was a leper who had a personal encounter. Jesus invites us to have a personal encounter with him. Why? Because he loves you, because he enjoys you, because he turns his full attention to you. You bring him enjoyment, pleasure, and delight. Book of Isaiah, somewhere around chapter 43, it says that you are precious 
You are honored and you are loved by the Father. Say that with me. I am precious. I am honored. I am loved. That's who you are. That's who you are. You're precious. You're honored. Jesus wants to have a personal encounter to let everybody know your worth, your value, how much you mean to him. The value of something is based on how much somebody is willing to pay for it. We're in the process of trying to sell a piece of land, and I met with a real estate agent. I said, what's the value? He said, the value is whatever somebody is willing to pay for it. That's what the value is. He said, somebody may be willing to pay a big amount, but he said, there could be a case where nobody wants it. Therefore, the value would be a little amount. He said, the value is whatever someone is willing to pay. Your value is based on what God paid for you. He paid the price of his own dear son. Oh, man, that makes you extremely valuable. That makes you extremely valuable. That makes you extremely valuable. Oh, man, you are so valuable. You are valuable. And so he has this personal encounter with us to let us know that each person counts. Each person is valuable. Each person is special. Each person has something from God. Never treat a person in a way that makes them feel small because each person is valued. Each person has worth in the sight of God because he paid a precious price for them. And that's why we honor one another. I don't care who it is. We honor them because they are precious in the sight of God. You treat people based on how precious they are in the sight of God. You treat people based on their value. And there was a big price paid for them. And it was the blood of Jesus. And so we are valuable. And I love that. So he brings us into this personal encounter to let us know that he sees us. He knows us, he wants us, and he lifts us up. Those are the four things that God always does. He sees us, he knows us, he wants us, and he lifts us up. He sees us, say it with me, he sees us, he knows us, he wants us, and he lifts us up. Let me tell you some of the things that he lifts us up out of. He lifts us out of sin. He lifts us out of trouble. He lifts us out of depression, grief, worry. He lifts us out of addictions. He lifts us out of sickness. He lifts us in love the way a parent picks up a child to hold in his arms. He lifts us in love. He lifts us out of our own feeling of insignificance or fear or anything that would keep us from rising to our full potential. He lifts us out of feeling worthless. Now notice this. These are things that are little. He lifts us out of feeling worthless. That means when you feel like you have little value. He lifts us out of faithlessness. That means when you feel like you have little faith. He lifts us out of helplessness. That means when we feel like we have little ability. God is always lifting us. He lifts us out of little value. He lifts us out of little faith. He lifts us out of little ability. 
I love that. I love that. God is always lifting us. He knows you. He sees you. He knows you. He wants you. And he lifts you. Anyone Jesus encountered, he always lifted them. He always lifted them. No one was the same. He always seeks to lift us. He lifts us into our full potential. He brings us out of little value. He brings us out of little faith. He brings us out of little ability. Notice Gideon. Gideon had all three of those things. Gideon had little value. He said, God, I'm from the smallest tribe. And he said, not only am I from the smallest tribe, I'm from the smallest family in the tribe. And he said, not only am I from the smallest tribe and from the smallest family in the tribe, I'm the smallest member in the family. So he's like, I'm in the smallest tribe, the smallest family in the tribe, and I'm the smallest member of that smallest family. (laughs) So Gideon was saying, you can't get any smaller than me. (laughs) And God purposed to lift Gideon out of that feeling of little value. He lifted him out of that feeling. He lifted him out of that feeling of little ability. And so God took Gideon through a process of inspiring him. God knew what was in Gideon. God knew what was in Gideon. Gideon became a mighty leader, a mighty warrior. God knew what was in him, but Gideon didn't think that or believe that about himself. So God always lifts us at a little value. He always lifts us out of little faith. He always lifts us out of little ability. Praise God. Little becomes much in the hand of God. Man, when you feel little, put yourself in the hand of God. Little becomes much. Little becomes much in the hands of God. Ask God to do something big in you. Ask him to do something big in you. I'm tired of all this little stuff. Ask God to do something big in you. Live a big life. Love big. Listen big. Learn big. Serve big. Pray big. Dream big. I love that. Notice this leper, this leper who came. I like this little guy. Never knew I liked him. But I like this little leper. God teaches us a lot through this little leper. He had leprosy, but he didn't let that stop him. Notice that. He had leprosy, but he didn't let that stop him. Jesus meets us where we are. Jesus met him in his leprosy. Jesus meets you right where you are. You don't have to clean yourself up to come to Jesus. Just come right where you are, right where you are. Just come right where you are. Just come right where you are. Come right where you are. Jesus meets us where we are. Start where you are. This is what I learned from the leper. Start where you are. Start where you are. Use what you have and do what you know. That's what that leper did. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you know. Use what you have. Don't worry about what you don't have. Thank God for what you do have. Use what you have. Use what you have. I heard somebody say this today. He said, a blessed person is not a person who has more, but a person who sees more in what he has. 
That's what a blessed person is. Use what you have. Use what you have. He had leprosy. He had leprosy, but he didn't let that stop him. He had leprosy, but look at the things that he could do. He could walk. He could talk. He had courage. He had a desire. He had boldness. He took initiative to change his life. He could have just hid in the leper colony with all the other lepers. But no, he had boldness. He had courage. He wasn't afraid to approach. He came to Jesus. He could walk. He could talk. He had courage. He had desire. He took initiative. He had a good attitude. Notice, he worshiped. He could have been mad or sour about his leprosy. No, he worshiped. He came to Jesus and began to worship. He was thanking God for what he had. Father, thank you that I can talk. Thank you that I can come to you. Thank you that I can worship you. Thank you that I'm here with you and you're with me. He used what he had. He used what he had. He worshiped him. He didn't complain about the leprosy. He never blamed God. He never said, why did I get leprosy? Why didn't you strike me with leprosy? Why have I had to live like this? No, he never did any of that blaming or complaining. No, he kept a great attitude. He maintained a great attitude. I love that he had a good attitude. He maximized the moment. He could see a bigger vision for his life. And man, that says to us, don't sulk and be negative. Get up and get going. Don't sulk and be negative. Get up and get going. I love that little leper. I love that little leper. We also learn from him that we can come freely. We can come freely to Christ. We can come freely to our Heavenly Father. We have free access. I read some scriptures. Man, I was driving to church and these scriptures came to me and I looked them up on my phone. Let me read them. Let me read them to you. The access that we have. This is what the leper teaches us, that we have access. Listen to this, Ephesians 2.18. For through him, we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. Through Christ Jesus, we have access to the Father. Then Ephesians 3.12. In whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. Jesus gives us access to the Father. Because you are a believer in Christ Jesus, you have access to the Father. And this leper taught us that we can come to him. We can come to him. We can come to him freely, freely. And then this is the final thing, then I'm done. He teaches us, we see the heart of God. We see the character of God. And the leper says, he says, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. The word wilt means if you are willing, if you want to if you desire to, if you delight in doing it or take pleasure in doing it. Notice Jesus' reply. He said, I am willing. I want to. It is my desire. It's my pleasure to do it. And then he put his hands on him and healed him. Man, look how easy it is to receive from our heavenly Father. I'm going to stop right there. I just wanted to, this has been kind of stirring in my heart and I'll probably continue teaching on this. But God just wanted to remind us how easy it is to receive from him. So easy to receive from him. He loves us so much. And we just come to worship him. We just come to worship him. The leper teaches us that when you behold him, you will be whole. When you behold him, 
you will be whole. When you behold him, you will be whole. We're going to just worship. The leper, the first thing he did when he got to Jesus, he worshiped. That's the first step in receiving is to worship him, to worship him. Christian, I'm going to just let you serenade us some more just for as long as you want. I just want you to worship him. And if you, there's any desire in your heart, any need in your life, you worship him. Just worship him freely. Just worship him freely. God loves you and it's his pleasure. It's his delight. He is willing. He wants to. He wants to. It's easy to receive from our heavenly Father. We're going to just worship. We're going to just worship. Oh. Uh-huh. 
Spirit, pray. 
Clap of praise, amen, amen, amen. Oh, praise God. Stand to your feet. I'm not going to hold you long. Praise God. We love you so much, and we're just happy to have the opportunity to love on our Heavenly Father and allow Him to love on us. And I just wanted you to know how easy it is to receive from Him because He loves you so much. It just oozes out of him towards you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Just before we dismiss, if there's anybody here, if you want to give your life to Christ, invite him into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. We'll give you an opportunity to come. Or if you want to rededicate your life, we invite you to come. Or if you want to join the church, the doors of the church are open for membership we would love to have you to be a part of this church family praise god we'll just wait a moment if there's anyone or if there's anybody here if you need to receive something in your life and you just want to come and stand as an act of faith like the leopard did you want to receive something from him i invite you to do that as well if there's if there's something that you need you need a miracle or you need a breakthrough, 
You need God to touch in a special way. He's easy to receive from. He is easy to receive from. He's easy to receive from. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. This is between you and him. This is between you and him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He knows what you have need of before you even ask. And you're just worshiping him. And his answer to you is, I am willing. It is my desire. It's my pleasure to do it for you. Praise God. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for these individuals who've come. And Lord, you know what's on their heart. You know the petition of their heart. And we just add our faith with their faith, Lord. We ask you for it in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it, Lord. We receive it. Thank you for being so gracious and so kind and so loving and benevolent. So easy to receive from. Listen, in Jesus' name we pray. Father, I just ask you to touch each person, do a miracle in their life, and let them know it's you. Let them know it's you. Let them know it's you. Do it in a way where to be undeniable. They'll know it's you. Touch them in a special way. Touch the situation in a special way. In a special way, Lord. And they'll know they received it from you. In Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God. You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was the message titled, Easy to Receive from Our Heavenly Father, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7989 at 7989. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7989 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the Word. Brothers of the Word.